Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. And what were you studying this week? Um, I was kind of all over the place. Um, but he took me to Luke. Oh, on. yeah. Yeah, I hadn't been in. Then I realized I hadn't been in Luke in a while. Do you put dates? I did this time. Because yeah, see, I, me put, I put dates on the beginning of the books of the Bible so I know when the last time I was in that book. Yes. Because it was a it was a random flip, mm. and yeah, where I just was like, Lord, just and He gave me a revelation in that. So, but then I also was in First John. Yeah, I was too. And so, and it's not a long chapter. I, no. I ended up reading, you know, all, all of them. All what, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, um, but it that was really good too, and um, even like in Bible study, Ali mentioning that this is just kind of a. It's a it's a book that, as Christians, you can do a self check of your walk with it. It's like a a checkup, in a sense, where you're checking up: am I am I doing what I'm called to do? Am I am I being obedient? It's it's kind of cool. Um, to yeah, just because read it, that. it talks about God's love, and are you acting in love, and are you walking in God's light? Yeah. And are you being obedient, like you said? Yeah. And then, I've, I, like I mentioned to you earlier, that this is a great chapter for counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll go over a couple of those uh, scriptures that I think is good for counseling to help people understand where are they in their, in their walk. Are they right. being obedient to, to the Lord? And are you really growing in your faith and spiritual maturity? Are you, yeah. you know, because you can't be you can't be the same yesterday. You have to be continually moving forward. Mm-hmm. You um, have to be different today than you were yesterday. Yeah, and that's what's great about this is that there's no um, there's no ever a time where you're going to say, "Well, I know it all." And I've arrived. You're never ever going to say that. You're never going to arrive. Which makes it exciting because that would be boring if yeah. you studied the whole Bible and you're like, oh, I got it now. That would be like, what's, how, what's left? What's I, next? I don't you know? think the Lord has crafted our human brain to allow us to know all of this book. Think about that. At least he didn't do it with my brain. No. There is no way. I'll vouch for that. No, I'm just kidding. Me too. What? (laughs) I'm kidding. But think about that. Our brains, we're not even utilizing the full capacity. No, we're not at full capacity. We're only at like, isn't it like it's just a smidge? Mm -hmm. Like a a third or a fourth or something like that? Not even a fourth. I think it's like a third or less. We're definitely at a smidge. But that makes me think, what is that going to be like when, when we're in heaven? We're gonna get. We're gonna be on overload, don't you think? 
Like it's all gonna, like everything that we've read in this book, like all of a sudden, it's just gonna, it's just gonna be bam. It's just you have it all. Everything will absolutely make full sense. Yes, all those dots that we've tried to connect. Yes. Yes. I think it's gonna. It's all gonna be one big aha moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't that neat. Yeah. yeah. That, that's gonna be amazing. Yeah. So we read one John, mm -hmm. which is one John. What is it? Um, chapter, it goes to chapter five, doesn't it? Yes, it's just five chapters. It's good to read, to take your time and meditate on it. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's got a lot of good things in there. Yeah, so let's just, let's just touch on some of these things. Okay. Um, under, uh, under the first chapter, um, it first says that uh, verse 3 that which we have seen and heard we declare to you that you also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his son Jesus Christ hmm. we got to start there don't you think mm -hmm. like we have to have fellowship with with Jesus yeah and it's nice that it it says with the father and with the son because as we've always taught and said in counseling that you know Jesus just didn't die for our sins to be forgiven to have a clean slate it was to remove the sin which is a barrier with yes. the father so see we can have true fellowship with God and with and with Jesus and Jesus was such a great example when he walked the earth of how he was always in a continual prayer mode and fellowship with God at mm -hmm. all times and mm -hmm. Jesus prayed I think it was in John the prayer that he had for believers yeah. that we would be one with the Father as he was one with the Father yes. on the earth yeah like that to me was I just love that prayer that Jesus actually prayed for us yes yeah believers but see I think that goes right into verse 8 where it says if we say that we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness mm. if we say that we have not sinned we make him a liar and his word is not in us it's the same as going back to where you hear people say that I'm a good person. Well, being good is, is, is the definition of moral perfection, and none of us are at that. Mm -mm. So it's the same as saying we, we, we are not good people. We, this is why we had to have a Savior who washed away all of our sins, but we have mm -hmm. a part in that, right? Like what you just read, there's a part that we have to do, which yeah. is to confess that sin. Yeah, we do. We have to ask for forgiveness. And think if you don't ever confess a sin, then you're not taking ownership of it and maybe even not recognizing that it's a sin. Mm -hmm. So we should always do a daily check. Mm-hmm like the scriptures that say in 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 first corinthians eleven thirty one, you should judge yourselves so not to be judged we have to sit and judge ourselves 
and if we find sin in our in our life i even say if you're teetering on is that a sin or not go ahead and just chuck it up as a sin yeah absolutely (laughs) you know yeah yeah Um, that makes sense yeah um so we know that we need to confess our sins and um then kind of in chapter two i love this the test of knowing him um Mm -hmm. it says uh in two three now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments he who says i know him and does not keep his commandments is a liar and the truth is not in him in verse five but whoever keeps his word truly the love of god is perfected in him by this we know that we are in him he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. Mm. You know, we have the, the commandments are there for a reason, but one of the reasons is definitely um, to show us that we are never going to get those Ten Commandments right. Mm-hmm. And the only, the, the only, I, what I think is that is a picture of since we know we're not going to get those right, we need Christ to help us. Mm-hmm. There's no other way. Right. Because I think we need the Holy Spirit's conviction when we go against those commandments. Mm-hmm. If we lie. Yeah, we should be convicted. Um, if we murder, mm-hmm. and that's not just killing someone, but... Hating. Physically, it's hating, mm-hmm. being ignorant to people, cutting them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it always points us back to Christ and how he lived his life. That's how we should live ours. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so we have to um, test knowing him. Do you really know the Lord? I know I was just I was talking to a client about that and it I gave the analogy of you know you have a best friend and what would it be like if you only talked about yourself and you only um, shared things about yourself you never ever asked your best friend about them about them and wanted to get to know them at all ever how would that make them feel and she was like that's horrible i go it's so selfish isn't it I yeah said, very selfish and self-centered that's, that's what we do with the lord if you don't stop and get to know him he already knows us mm-hmm. but he wants us to get to know him mm-hmm. because that's what's going to direct us towards um, wanting to live a righteous and pure and holy way of life which is what we're all should be striving to do and so you have to know him and know who he is and i mean we say this like probably every single podcast mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i think we even get irritated at ourselves for saying <laughs> it every single podcast but it's so true that the only way you're going to get to know him is if you're reading the bible yes please tell me what other way you're 100 percent going to get to know him please if somebody has another idea share it with us because (laughs) we have yet to figure that out and i know we're not stupid people 
I know. I just, but if you don't read this, and if you don't read this word, if you're just relying on going to church, you don't know who Jesus is. Mm-mm. And how he how he fits in your life. And if you think about it, this just came on me, is that if you're also relying on hearing it through a third party, which is a sermon or a man, and hearing it a third party, you're not you're not taking full advantage of the whole reason why Jesus died on the cross, which is what I just stated before, is to remove the sin so that we have access to the Father directly. Yeah. You can't, you're taking that and saying, I don't need that. I'd rather go through a third party to get to know who God is. That's why Jesus died. And can I just make it loud and clear? Like, you know, and I know that maybe I'll make somebody mad. Oh, well. But that's like on a daily, right? Right. <laughs> okay. But you only need Jesus to get to the Father. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. you need. Amen, sister. That's all you need. It's pretty simple. It's clearly in the Word. It's clearly in the Word. Yeah. You don't need a pastor, a priest, mm-hmm. um, a saint, a or saint. whatever you want to call them. You don't. All you no. need is Jesus. That's why he died on the cross. Yeah. <laughs> Was not just to give us a clean slate, but so that sin is a barrier. Right. And we've said this before. We were not we were not created for that choice of hell. Correct. We weren't created for hell. Uh-huh. We were created to live in heaven with mm-hmm. Jesus and the Father. I mean, even if you go all the way back to Adam and Eve, he was in fellowship with Adam and Eve before sin. Yeah. Before sin yeah. entered the world. He was yeah. walking in the garden with right. Adam and Eve. Yeah. That was the whole purpose of that. But once sin entered, then shame came upon them. That's Guilt. when they covered themselves. Yeah. Um, that's when in, in Jesus, and that's what caused the separation. Mm-hmm. That's what caused the Lord not to be near them and for punishment and for all of this to have to go about to where full circle God can make it back to the way he designed it to be. Absolutely. And you know, with that said, if we go to 1 John 2.18, it talks about the deceptions of the last hour. We have Mm -hmm. talked about this a million times because honestly, I know that some of this stuff may that we mention in our podcast may sound like a repeat, maybe even a broken record, but this is stuff that we deal with every day and it's the same stuff. People are deceived. Yeah. Absolutely. People are deceived or they're deceiving themselves mm-hmm. because they're not in the word. Yes. Um <clears throat> didn't I mention this last podcast and probably a couple before then? where Ann Graham Lotz said that um, if you know the truth, you'll be Mm -hmm. able to spot a counterfeit. Yeah. So that's what we have to do because daily, on the daily, there's deception before us. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Let's see, what else can we talk about in this, uh, Naomi? We could jump over to, um, let's just look at real quick. Let's look at three verses, okay? Um, 
Let's look at, there are three tests to prove the genuineness of our Christianity. Mm. Okay, so the first one is the test of belief. It's in chapter 4, verse 2. It says, by this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Mm. We have and it clarifies that if you keep <coughs> reading by saying the opposite in verse 3. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Now already in the world means that there's always going to be that spirit. Mm -hmm. It's not just in the uh, tribulation time. Mm -hmm. There is always this Antichrist spirit. And think of the word Antichrist is against Christ. Yeah. Anti yeah. is the opposite. Anti is against. Mm -hmm. Against Christ. So yeah. you have to really know if you're listening to people or even your church that you go to or stuff that you're listening on podcast or podcasts or sermons whatever mm -hmm. where their belief is that they confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh mm -hmm. meaning he was born of Mary mm -hmm. he you know he died on the cross and he rose again 3 days later yeah he did and he's sitting at the right hand of God he's alive and that is, he is coming again yes so that's that's doctrine right there that I just gave. That yes, is a matter of life and death right there. That yeah, you it believe is. That. Because if you don't believe that, then you're not believing on Jesus Christ. Right, which says <coughs> that you have to confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, yeah. is of God. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's the test of belief, and then we got the test of obedience, which is in chapter two, verse three, which we already read, and it says, "Now by this we know that we know Him." if we keep his commandments. Mm -hmm. It says obedience to the commandments of God tests one's, one's knowledge of him. Genuine love for God and a true relationship with him must be evidenced by loyalty. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, it doesn't mean that we're gonna be perfect, okay? It's saying that we, we keep his commandments, meaning that we, we keep those doctrines and words close to us to where we're striving to obey those. Mm -hmm. um, because God knows that we're not perfect right now. He's not, he's not expecting perfectionism from us right now because he knows we're living in a, a fallen sinful world. Um, but this is why Jesus died so that we can be made perfect mm -hmm. in him. So we need to keep keep his commandments and and like we had spoke about earlier that's where you confess your sin. Yes. And believe and know that you are forgiven, yeah. which is if you don't believe you're forgiven, you're not believing in the cross. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you that's a very fine line. You got to be careful with that. So um and are you forgiving <clears throat> other people? Yes. You got to believe you're forgiven, but in the process, are you forgiving other people? Mm -hmm. That's really, I think that's really important. Right. <clears throat> um, another, uh, the third test to prove the genuineness of uh, our Christianity is the test of love, which is in verse 420. 
or 20. It says um, in this uh, this section of the Bible is um, noted as obedience by faith. It says if someone says I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has sent, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Mm-hmm. In verse 21, it says, and this commandment we have from him. Okay, this is a commandment. Yeah. The, uh, Jesus is, is telling us, okay, the, this is a commandment, people, that he who loves God must, he must love his brother also. Mm. Right. That's pretty important. Mm -hmm. So how do you love somebody who's just been so entirely hateful to you? That's hard, isn't it? Yeah. In the flesh, it's hard. I always say, um, I don't have to like you, but I I have to love you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you may not like their behavior or how they're treating you. Mm -hmm. You may not like that, but you still have to love. And how I try to check myself is that do I love them that I would not want them to go to hell and I love their soul and their eternal being yes absolutely like I would not want my worst enemy to go to hell and not be saved and don't you know that Jesus loves them yeah and I mean he's he's trying to fight for for and what helps me is to always remember where I came from oh my goodness put myself on a a pedestal pedestal no way man that Mm-mm. I was ever deserving. I. Mm-mm. This is why I stress in counseling. Everyone has a story. Yes, Remember I just said story. this to a client yesterday. Did you, Naomi? I just said this because this client has a huge story that he has started writing a book, but he doesn't want to finish it, oh. and he doesn't want to share it because there's been just some things in his life that are have been extremely hard and horrible and I told him but that's your story the Lord allowed you to walk through some of those things because there's purpose in that yes he has a purpose in your story yes no matter where you've been and I think for us we have always said we're 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 not counselors because we woke up one day yeah. and said, "Oh, that ought to be a that ought to be a fun thing to do." Right. Oh, right. That ought to bring us a million bucks. Right. Okay. Far from it. Far from <laughs> it. Number one. Right. Um, but the Lord took us through yeah. different experiences that got us to this point where we believe our experiences can help other people. Yes. We're supposed to pay it forward. Right. We're supposed to. Mm-hmm. We all have a story. Good, bad, ugly. Yeah. All have one. Nobody can take your story away from no. you. No. Nobody can judge you on your story. It's mm-hmm. your story. Yeah. Um, and it, it, I do believe what you say, that there is purpose in everything. God yes. will find purpose and everything it's a matter of are you going to allow God to use your story mm-hmm. are you going to allow God to use your story so um yeah we have to 
really check ourselves is where our heart is, whether do we love all people? Mm -hmm. Do we love, truly love them? Yeah, exactly. So there's something about those, um, you know, the self-check of testing, testing ourselves um, to prove the genuineness of our Christianity. We talked about the test of belief, the test of obedience, and the test of love. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that's a, a really good thing to kind of go. Yeah, it, it also says in, in um, this section of the Bible, says John brings all three tests together in, in chapter 5, 1 through 5, where he indicates that a profession of Christianity is false and let is characterized by correct belief, godly obedience, and brotherly love. Um, the same tests are valid today. So what is, maybe we'll end on 5, 1 through 5. What does that say? Sure. Oh, that's a good one. You want to read that? Yeah. It says, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone who loves him, who begot also loves him, who is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome for whatever is born of God overcomes the world. I love that word overcomes. Mm -hmm. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world, but he who believes that Jesus is the son of God. Mm. That is good. Mm -hmm. We have to know God. We have to believe. We have to love one another. And it's so true when it says his commandments are not burdensome. Yeah. I mean, they're there, they're there for a reason. They're there to protect us yes. and to protect others. And, um, and if, if we find ourselves, we, we can't do those commandments. Again, we got to go to the Lord, right? Figure out why. Mm -hmm. And again, we're not going to be perfect at them. We're right. just not. Yeah. That's why we need Jesus, right? Every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Every day. Okay, so Naomi, we talked a lot um, here on First John. Covered a yeah, bunch of scriptures good. from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Always have to check ourselves. Yeah. And make sure we're moving forward in our faith. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Don't let it become stale. No. Or be stagnant. Keep, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Yep. All right. Well, until next time. All righty. See you See later. Ya. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.